When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right, welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast. It is game week, and this is the first of a special two-part series where we focus on the Oklahoma Sooner football roster, position by position, and we do so through the eyes of their coaches. On today's episode, we'll focus on the offense. Shane Beamer, assistant head coach for offense, tight ends, and H-backs will swing by, as will co-offensive coordinator and inside receivers coach Kale Gundy. We'll hear from associate head coach and outside receivers coach Dennis Simmons, co-offensive coordinator and offensive line coach Bill Biedenbow, plus running backs coach in his first season, DeMarco Murray. This episode of the Sooner Sports Podcast and the position previews is presented by OG&E. OG&E, we energize life. Let's get after it. Let's start with Shane Beamer, focusing on the H-backs and the tight ends. Jessica Cootie caught up with the assistant head coach for offense. So, Coach, let's start with Jeremiah Hall. Obviously, a guy that's played a big role for you guys. How have you seen his game progress going into this year? He's worked hard off the field, just uh, continuing to gain a better understanding of the offense and, and how defenses are trying to uh, stop us from a scheme standpoint. And, and then he's worked hard in the weight room with Coach Wiley and his staff to make himself uh, faster and stronger. And, you know, for him and all those guys, it's continuing to uh, evolve in the passing game. And, and uh, Jeremiah's done a great job with that and, and looking to take another step from that standpoint. 
And what about leadership wise now that he's been around and been in the program? Seems like he's trying to embrace that role a little bit more. He is. You know, we've talked to him and, and Braden both about it. Both those guys, Braden Willis and Jeremiah Hall, have both played a lot of snaps and, and they need to be leaders for us. We don't have a lot of uh, older guys on the defense and and uh, my position group right now has a couple of the older ones that have played a lot of snaps around here. So we certainly need that from both of them. And, and Jeremiah's doing a good job of that. And you mentioned Braden Willis, another guy that got some big opportunities last year as well. What step do you need to see him take in his game this year? A lot of the same, you know, with him, Braden started out playing with uh, Coach Gundy. So he was more uh, flexed out from a more of a receiver standpoint. Now he's uh, playing more inside as a true tight end. So seeing a lot of the, uh, uh, the physicality from the run game standpoint, he's always had that, but just trying to refine his techniques from a run game standpoint and, and continuing to be a weapon that we can utilize in the passing game as well. I know you guys are really high on uh, Mikey Henderson. How has he been able to step in and kind of take in and, and learn this offense? Mikey's done a good job. He's, uh, he's got a unique skill set. You know, he, he's big, he's strong, he's physical, he's explosive. He's got all kinds of uh, tools. You know, for him, it's just getting in there and, and refining everything. He was a guy that uh, was a high school quarterback, was a high school running back, H-back. He's done a little bit of everything, so it's new for him. But he's, uh, he's progressing, and we're really excited about his potential. And what about Austin Stogner? He's on the roster as an H-back. Is he in your room? He is. Austin's with me full-time now. Uh, he started out with Coach Gundy, then we kind of split time last year, but he's with me full speed ahead right now and couldn't be more excited about that. He, uh, he did a lot of great things last year in a limited role, really, really worked hard to uh, uh, get stronger and, and has done a great job in the weight room of uh, uh, working on technique in the weight room and then taking it over, carrying it over to the practice field. And we're excited about Stog and, and the year he's about to have, we think. What is it about him that makes him such a nightmare for to match up with? Just his size, you know, he's a six foot six, 250 plus pound guy that that has great hands and, and, and runs good routes. He's not like a big body out there. He's a big body that has a lot of athleticism and some toughness to it, you know, and, and uh, he's really worked hard on his route running and, and speed. And it's obvious to see how hard he and all those guys work during the during the quarantine when everybody was shut down and, and they were on their own. Uh, you were able to see uh, how much our guys worked and those guys really led the way. So obviously we just talked a lot about it. You got a lot of depth, a lot of talent in that room. So what's the competition been like? It's been fierce, you know, and the great thing is it's, it's for as good as those guys are as players, they're great young men. They support each other. They help each other. They help coach each other up in those meeting rooms and on the practice field. So it's a fun group to be around, but it's tough, you know, and we got last season where we had a lot of times we had two of those guys on the field at one time, and we may continue to do a lot of that. Who knows? It'll be a week-to-week -week thing by game plan. But uh, those guys only know there's only a, a certain number of reps and a handful of balls to go around, and they're doing everything they, in their power to make sure they're in that mix to be that guy. And you guys have to do a lot of different things. So how versatile is this group? It is. They are. Uh, run game, pass protection, uh, uh, blocking, running routes, catching, you know, you've got to do it all and you've got to be smart to handle everything that we do from an offensive standpoint. Uh, so they've got a lot on their plates trying to learn and, and execute on the field and, and they're doing a great job with it and, uh, you know, excited to see where we are. We're getting close to game week and, and playing the first game, which we couldn't be more excited about. And it's interesting to see, you know, how these roles continue uh, to develop and, and, and where we'll be first game. Yeah, and it's been a position we've seen, you know, have a lot of success in this offense. How important is the role of your guys to the success of this offense? Very much so. You know, it obviously with our offense, it starts. We've got to be able to run the football because that opens so much else in the passing game. And and uh, those guys being able to hold their own 
in the run game opens up so much more for our offense and for them in the passing game as well, just off the play action pass. Uh, so it's huge. Uh, you know, we tell them that we're trying to increase their roles in this offense, but if they can't be physical and they can't uh, help Coach Beatenbo in the offensive line and our offense uh, in the run game with their run blocking, then they really don't serve a purpose for us out there on the field. So they've taken that to heart and, and pride themselves on that, and, and that just opens up more and more for them uh, with, with, within the offense. I'll say this for Shane Beamer. I'm really excited about Mikey Henderson. Uh, obviously, there's there's names like Braden Willis, who everyone thinks is going to have a breakout season. And obviously, we saw it from Jeremiah Hall last year, his emergence. Really excited about how Lincoln Riley implements those guys into their offense. Fun room, thanks to Shane Beamer. All right, now it's time to focus on the big nasties, the offensive line. And uh, our buddy Matt Archibald, who really is the brainchild behind putting this all together, uh, he actually had a chance to sit down with Bill Biedenboe, but our audio wasn't as, I guess you could say, audible as it should be. Is that proper audio audible? Anyway, here's Bill Biedenboe, the co-offensive coordinator and offensive line coach, talking about what is an absolutely loaded group on his offensive line. And we start talking about retention. Sooners had to replace all but one starter last year. This year, Coach B, got a little consistency. You know, the biggest thing we have right now, which which is really good for me and good for everybody, which you, you got to continue to prove, is we've got a bunch of depth everywhere. I feel, you know, really, really good about our depth inside, you know, the inside positions. But, you know, and the tackle depth is coming along as well. So, you know, that's the biggest thing. I mean, we're going to have some really good players that are probably going to have to play scout team for us. We got you know, 20 guys in the room right now. We got four walk-ons. They're all doing a good job. So the competition level has picked up from last year. You know, guys have missed time for close contact and other COVID precautions and protocols. Do you think that may have given guys more reps than they would have potentially gotten otherwise? Uh, no doubt, no doubt. And, and really, what the way we practice, you know, most guys get a bunch of reps. You know, we're starting to kind of dwindle it down now. You know, by next week or this Saturday, excuse me, will be two weeks from the game. So we got to make some decisions. They're not final. They're not set. But, you know, obviously right now, you know, with the depth, there's competition, you know. So you got to come ready to practice every single day. Take me through the importance of Creed Humphrey and his leadership both on and off the field. Yeah, no, it's it's been really, really impressive this year. Um, probably didn't have the year that he wanted to last year. I mean, for most guys, it would have been really, really good. Um, but for him, it wasn't what we expected and what he expected. He is now back. He's been practicing at an extremely high level. He's been a great leader. When we've had lulls in practice, he's been the guy to step up. So he's been extremely impressive up to this point. And I see what I saw in him as a freshman, you know, this year. So I'm very excited about that. He's going to continue to raise his level of play. So he's doing a great job for us. Hanging out with Bill Biedenboe, talking about his offensive line. From game one to the last game last year with the offensive line, how does that translate into this year when you see that growth from 2019 into 2020? You know, I thought I thought there was improvement throughout the year. There definitely was. Um, you know, I think we had too many ups and downs. We were too inconsistent throughout the year. Had some really good games, some really good plays, some really good series, good quarters, halves, whatever you want to say, but just not consistent. I think we're right now more consistent than we were last year. Uh, we got to continue to develop, continue to get better, never be complacent, never be satisfied with where you are. And I think for the most part, most guys are in that position right now. How key is it to be more consistent game to game, quarter to quarter? That's a major emphasis for this season, isn't it? 
No, no doubt. I mean, there always is. And it's from practice to practice. It's from drill to drill. I mean, you know, the guys that are playing the most consistent are going to be on the field the most. And again, last year, we didn't really have that option. We were just, we had so few guys. We lost so many guys a year before. And you can't replace those guys all in one year. So we signed a pretty good class this year, the year before. And all those guys are really contributing. They're playing hard. They're working to get on the field. So, you know, you, you have to be more consistent right now to have a chance to play, to have a chance to start and to play. And how much pride does the O-line take in setting the tone and being a leader on the field? No, it is every every year. I mean, I mean, it's it's what we talk about. I mean, we are we have to be the hardest working guys on the field, off the field. We got to be the most physical guys. We got to play the hardest. We got to give great effort because if we're not doing those things, maybe other groups aren't. You know, and I'm not saying it's all on them, but. In order to, the way you play offensive line here is different than some places. I mean, the expectations that we have for an offensive line here is different than most places. It's like last year, you know, if, if you look at statistically what we did statistically, we we're one of the top offenses in the country, but we didn't play as an offensive line how we are capable of playing and how you should play around here. I feel better about where we are right now and the progress they're making and looking forward to the season to see what these guys do, you know, when we get out in the game. It's Bill Beanbow, co-offensive coordinator, offensive line coach. You know, I think that for the most part, you know, it's going to be interesting to see where Adrian Ely ends up, reports that he could be uh, on the left side, Tyrese Robinson, who impressed whenever he was outside at times last year, could be kicked to right tackle. You heard about the versatility. They've tried a lot of guys uh, in different spots. Creed's been that stalwart at center. You've got a lot of young guys making an impact. What a year ahead on that offensive line for Bill Beanbow. All right. We caught up with DeMarco Murray to talk about the running back room. Uh, a lot of new in 2020, and it starts with the coach. All right, DeMarco, first and foremost, welcome back. Kind of take us through what it's been like being back here at Oklahoma. It's been great. It's been great. Obviously, a lot of familiar faces, um, uh, some new things, a lot, a lot of old things, but um, just obviously thinking about family when you come here, friends, and it's great to be back here. How do you feel about your room and what you've seen so far? Overall, I feel good. Um, very confident group, kind of a mixture of vets and um, rooks, and um, we've got a really, really good, consistent group, very competitive group, and um, you know th- those guys go about it the right way. They handle their business on and off the field, and um, it, it's, it's going to be a great year for us, hopefully, and you know, we got to continue just to put the – obviously work in and, um, you know, be where we're supposed to be at all times. So about a couple of guys individually first. Everyone's excited to see Seth McGowan as a true freshman. How has he adapted and adjusted to the college game? Uh, He's done well. He's done a good job. You know, obviously, you know, you have the the normalities behind, you know, coming from high school to college, kind of first year on your own. So he's adjusted well. Obviously, starting early, he was one of the freshman that came here as an early enrollee so he, he's done a good job and um, done some really good things on the field for us so um, obviously we got we got to see how it looks come game time but he, he's um, he's made a, a lot of great plays for us so far. I've really enjoyed watching TJ Pledger when he's been given the opportunity uh, just a, a fun kid to be around where have you seen his biggest growth since camp started? Uh, he's savvy he's a tough competitor um, extremely extremely physical runner for his size um, I think he, he gets he always gets extra yards, you know. I mean, when the play should be a loss of one, a loss of two, somehow, some way, he turns to a, a positive game for us. And as a back, you want to see, all right, don't make a bad play worse, right? So he protects the ball, and then he'll get his positive yards. But um, extremely intelligent, bright young man. Uh, he, he's been a, definitely a, a highlight, 
you know, since we've all gotten back together. We mentioned the excitement about Seth McGowan, but Marcus Major, a lot of buzz. I think of versatility. Is that a fair word for him? Versatile it is, guy? It is. It is. I mean, for his size, his speed, um, he, he's a physical runner when he needs to be. He obviously shows the burst, uh, um, the finish, obviously, in the open field. So um, we're excited to see how he does this year. He's, he's had a good camp as well, an extremely bright, intelligent young man that, you know, looking forward to obviously um, seeing him on Saturdays. Two more quick ones. Take us through the dedication to the full package. In other words, a lot of people say, oh, running back, get the whole go score touchdowns. But there's, there's you know, blitz protection. There's, there's pass blocking. That full package, right? Right, yeah. If that's what you want to do at the next level, right? You can't just be one-dimensional. you got to kind of be in all every down back. Um, and, and this offense, this, this, this team, that's what you're used to accustomed to seeing back there. So, um, you know, obviously the blocking, you got to protect the quarterback. You know, protecting the ball is number one, protecting the quarterback is number two. Obviously, you can't play anywhere. If you don't do those two things, it don't matter how much talent you have. So, um, obviously, you know, for me, I, I'm a versatility guy. I love to see a back who can obviously run routes at inside or outside slot doesn't really matter but uh, i want to see the hands and obviously the physicality knowing when to lower your pass knowing when to make a guy miss so uh, i think you got to have the full package in today's game and then finally it's been unique it's been different but how have you seen your guys adjust to the kind of the new normal um i was telling those guys i mean when, when I was a player, I don't know if I could have handled it or approached it any better than they have. I mean, honestly, I'm not just kind of tooting their horn, but they, they've adjusted when, when they needed to, and they've handled the situation, the circumstances as best as, as you can. And they've done a great job, obviously, when we were off for about two months, coming in in great shape, physically ready, mentally med ready, and then emotionally ready. So they've done a solid job, man. And, you know, we just, as coaches, we can't just screw it up. we got to make sure we give them a great plan, and I know we will, but, I mean, they've done an amazing job. All right, we'll wrap things up talking about the receivers. Jessica Cootie caught up with both Kale Gundy, the co-offensive coordinator and inside receivers coach, and Dennis Simmons, associate head coach and outside receivers coach. Let's start with Kale and that inside receiver room. All right, Coach, well, how's it uh, been going now that you guys are, what, 10 days out from, from uh, the opener? We, uh, everything's been good. We've been practicing well. Um, you know, we got a lot, of, a lot of new faces out there, a lot of young guys. Um, you know, throughout this um, kind of virus that's been going on, all the OTAs that we've had, we've had a ton of meetings, uh, a lot of walkthroughs. So our, actually, our new players have had more reps now than probably any new players we've ever had. So, um, but everything's going good. Well, let's start with uh, Drake Stoops. Uh, how much do you maybe expect him to play a bigger role for you guys this year? Well, Drake is a, he's going to be a good player. He's going to be a big factor for us. Um, He's playing the Y position for me now, uh, which, you know, we've had a, a variety of different body types at th that position. Some guys, Mark Andrews is a big guy. Sterling Shepard's a small guy. Uh, so, but, you know, Drake is a, um, you know, he's a, a great route runner, high effort player. Um, and, um, you know, he's going he's gonna to be a good player for us. Um, and then Obi, um, yeah. transfer, how big has that been to kind of get some experience in your room too? It's been good um, because most of the faces that I have in there are all new guys, you know, to me. And, um, you know, a lot of freshmen, obviously, Obi's a grad transfer, but he's an experience. He's an older guy. He's, a, he's uh, you know, 22 years old um, or 21, about to be 22, but he's, he's been in the fire. He's been in a lot of games. He's been in a lot of stadiums all over the country. Um, and uh, awfully excited to have him. And a couple of your freshmen, uh, how much do you expect them to be able to maybe immediately make an impact for you? I mean, our plan is to play all these guys. And uh, I think, 
you know, through what we're going through right now, this is a this is a great chance for everybody to have to play. Um, you know, so our plan is to prepare everybody. Obviously, some guys are a little bit a uh, little bit more ready than others, but. You know, Jalen Conyers is a true freshman is going to have to play for us. Brian Darby is a true freshman is going to have to play for us. And um, uh, sooner or later, just not, you just got to be prepared for it. Because at any given moment, you know, with us, you know, us testing three times a week, I um, mean, your room can change in an instant. And uh, that's happened to us. This happened to us some in the last two or three weeks with some guys testing positive and being contacts. And, and before you know it, you may have you know, at a position that has five or six scholarship guys or a room that has seven or eight guys and you turn around and look one morning, you may have three guys. And so I think that's what we're going to be battling throughout the course of a season and everybody's going to have to battle for it. Um, so, you know, obviously we're pushing to try to stay healthy and, and do the right thing and, and um, you know, last man standing. And what role do your wide receivers play with the new quarterback kind of getting him acclimated? Yeah, you know, that that is that's that's you know and, and for the quarterback as well you know I mean he needs a ton of reps you know he's a young guy he hasn't been in the fire yet um, obviously you know we feel good about him throwing the ball around but he hadn't been hit yet so obviously that's going to be a little different when you come to game day but he he's again we've had a lot of OTAs we've had a lot of walkthroughs we've had a lot of a lot more reps and practices than we usually have with new guys. So I think the mesh is starting to happen. Got to admit, we had a show a couple weeks ago, Sound Off, and I chose Drake Stoops as my breakout player. I think he's got an opportunity to have a big year for the Sooners. Always need that security blanket. Love what could be there, and obviously Drake Stoops and some of the other young guys. Very impressive. And we wrap things up looking at the offense with the receivers, the outside receivers just caught up with Dennis Simmons. Um, all right, Coach, let's start with Charleston Rambo. Uh, what step have you seen him take going into this season? Uh, I think he's playing with a lot more confidence, and I think he's playing faster. So, I mean, you know, obviously game situations will, will, will be the telltale all for, for everyone. Uh, but I think, you know, right now he's in a good spot uh, both mentally and physically. Uh, we saw Theo Weiss make some big plays for you guys last year. How much bigger of a role do you expect him to have this year? You know, obviously, uh, with the loss of, uh, of CD, you know, all of those guys are going to have to step up. So, I mean, it will be nice uh, to see, you know, the, 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 the growth and the maturity in his play as well as, you know, several of those other guys. I hadn't been any different. I mean, everybody's trying to compete to position themselves for opportunities to get out on this field and showcase their talent. Coach Riley announced uh, yesterday Spencer Rattler is starting quarterback. Um, how excited are your guys to be able to work with him and help him out as he uh, makes this adjustment into being a new quarterback? Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we're, we want to make whoever's back there, you know, comfortable and put them in the best position that they can to execute their job. And, you know, as a quarterback, you know that, they, they have a lot on their plate. So, you know, we want to just be consistent in, in, in our jobs and, and, and precise in our routes to, to, to take some of that pressure off of them. Who are some of the other guys that have really kind of stood out to you here in fall camp? Uh, I think Theo Howard has had a pretty decent fall camp. Uh, Marvin Mims has had a pretty decent fall camp. Uh, Trajan Bridges has had a, a pretty decent fall camp. So, I mean, you know, there's there's been days where you've seen a lot of guys step up and, 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 and make plays. So it would be – Interesting to see what happens come next week. 
And how much, I mean, every year we see it, how much do you expect to have a lot of different guys kind of making plays for this offense? Well, that's my hope. Uh, if, if, if we got a ton of guys making plays, then that means we're scoring a lot of points. You lose CeeDee Lamb to the NFL as he graduates and moves on. That's, that's a challenge. But you replace him with a lot of exciting newcomers. Uh, obviously, I, I guess you could say in Theo Howard, that's a pretty exciting newcomer, him coming in from UCLA. Obi-Obiallo has been really impressive in everything that we've heard from him. And, oh, yeah, some of the freshmen, too, and Marvin Mims and then those sophomores waiting for an opportunity like the Theo Wees, the Jane Hazelwood who's dinged up. We'll probably not see him this season. Uh, as soon as you get back a Trajan Bridges, you know he's been waiting for his opportunity. So a lot of exciting names and an incredible future in that room for the Oklahoma outside receivers and the Sooner offense. And as we wrap up, keep this in mind. It's not just an air raid offense. I mean, obviously, there's big-time playmakers for the Sooners. And in Lincoln Riley's five seasons at Oklahoma, they've been impressive throwing the football. Third nationally in pass yardage, ranking first in pass efficiency. But also, on that same line, they produced a nation's leading eight individual 1,000-yard rushing seasons during that same span. It's not air raid. It's a complete offensive attack. There's a preview position by position from the coaches who will be calling the shots on game day, and it's presented by OG&E. OG&E, we energize life. All right, when you get up to get to work tomorrow, we'll have the defensive preview for you, presented by OG&E. For now, have a great start to your game week. Enjoy a busy Tuesday, and boomer sooner, everybody. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.